Hello to all you doinks out there, and welcome back to another episode of Doinked. With myself, Josh and Michaela, we're going over everything leading into the NHL and NBA playoffs and today's Boston Marathon finals. It's today, mother. What? Yeah, today yeah. the finals. The no, Boston I'm say, I'm say, I meant to say it's playoffs, motherfucker. Oh, oh it is playoffs <laughs> yes. today. It is, it is today. Marathon Monday was yes. here in Boston. Patriots Day, as it always is every year. Yep. Um, it was a very exciting marathon. Um, everybody's favorite, Mr. Marathon, Elokachobe, fell apart. Really? Yes. Mile 17, where the hill started coming in, Heartbreak Hill. When my friend Adam and I, we've had this discussion. He hasn't had this type of weather. I don't want to say weather. What I want to say is the Boston Marathon is the toughest marathon to prepare for. And the being the reason being it's the toughest marathon to prepare for is it's April in New England. Mm-hmm. You can have anything from rain to sleet to snow to clear weather. All four seasons, yeah. You can have anything from 30-degree weather to 50-degree weather to 80-degree weather. That weather can be humid. That weather can be dry. That weather can be windy. That weather can be anything in between. Mm-hmm. Then when you get to mile 17, you have the hills, Heartbreak Hill. That's where the pack pulled away from Kachobe in this race. This is the first major that Olo Kachobe hasn't won. I think he's 17 of 19 or 15 of 17 when it comes to marathons winning. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he ran his slowest <clears throat> marathon he's ever ran at this really? event. Really? Yes. Yes. So, Kachobe's streak was broken. Um, the and winner of this marathon was Evans Chibet. Didn't he, he repeat? Repeat. Back to back. Because he won winner. last year. Yes, he did. He finished in a time of 205.54. Wow. Um, That's insane. Yeah. Excellent time. Not the course record, but an mm-hmm. excellent time nonetheless. And on the women's side, we had Helen O'Beary. Uh, she won the women's mm-hmm. leg of the marathon. Uh, I think the highest finishing female for the Americans... Uh, was fifth place. I think in the males, it was top 10 somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Helen's finishing time was 221.38. Okay? That's still fucking insane. It's insane. That's fast. But again, if you think about it, just put your mind around this. If a runner, and we've seen this in high school and we've seen this in college, decides to go to the other side, there's a big jump. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. think about the jump there. Yeah, She's outside the top 20. On the men's side, mm-hmm. that's in, that's insane, and she's such an elite level runner. runner. Yeah. It's crazy. I got to watch the tail end of the race. I couldn't find it on TV, and I realized WCVB was broadcasting it. So I got to watch the tail end, and I'm mm-hmm. watching. I'm like, "Where's Kachobi?" And all of a sudden, I'm, I started going through the feed. I'm like, "Oh, Heartbreak Hill got him." Mm-hmm. And it that's wasn't tough. great conditions today. Again, it was rainy. It was, it was murky, overcast. It was yeah. overcast. I don't know how many times he's had to run in that, but. It's different when you're running in that and then all of a sudden you're more than halfway through the race and here comes a hill and Mm -hmm. here comes another hill and here comes another hill Mm -hmm. and then here comes Heartbreak Hill. And it's like, if you're not familiar with that stuff, if you go and you run Chicago and you go and run Berlin, those are traditionally very flat races. Mm -hmm. So if you're just running basically on the same level the entire time, you're not going to be affected. Mm -hmm. When you're getting the changes, like New York's kind of the same thing because you go over the bridges, but New York's running in a little bit better weather than Boston. So... Um, congratulations to the back-to-back, the repeat mm-hmm. by Shabbat. Congrats. That's um, crazy. I'm I'm just excited. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with the rest of the World Majors this year, considering that this was the one that Kachobe had circled and didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. What do we want to move on to now, NBA or NHL? So let's go NBA, just yeah. because it has already started. It has it already has. started, and we can probably crush through it a lot quicker. We can go through so. it a lot quicker, because I really think the NBA is going to boil down to maybe three teams. Yeah. 
Probably. I don't, dis- I don't so, disagree with you. Take the wheel, my friend. All right. So since it has already started, I'll just run down all the games that have already gone on. Celtics. Beat. Smacked the Hawks. I mean, that's no surprise. 30-point lead at the half. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me? They should have won by 30, but they let off the gas a little bit and kind of let them come back. But either way, they won 112-99 to on Saturday. And then the next game... Another blowout was the 76ers versus the Nets, 121-101. to mm-hmm. The next one, which surprised me, was the Knicks over the Cavaliers. Congrats to the Knicks. That fan base is atrocious, 101-97. to <laughs> And then the other surprise was the Kings get their first playoff win in... Forever. I, I They lit the beam. I don't even freaking know. Congrats to them, 126-123 to over the Warriors. Insane. Um, get to tomorrow, my Lakers... Beat the Grizzlies one twenty eight to one twelve. A big note on that is Ja got hurt. He got hurt. He broke. Uh, it's not confirmed yet what he broke, Something but if you saw wrist. him land, his fingers did that weird SpongeBob thing where all his fingers were like ripped apart. So sucks for him. And Stephen Adams is also out. Next game is Heat beat the Bucks one thirty to one seventeen. But That's Giannis got a back injury, and also Tyler Hero broke his hand as well. So weird. Um, Clippers over the Suns, 115-110. to Kawhi and uh, Kevin Durant faced off since the last time they did when he was in Toronto, when he was in... Wasn't it Brooklyn? No, um, he was Clippers... No, Toronto versus um, the Warriors in the finals. Yeah, Golden State. Wing. Yeah, wow, that was the first time since then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What yep, the fuck? Because KD was injured... Uh, Kawhi was injured for a ton, and then they switched teams That's and everything. Right, yeah. And then the last game was another blowout was the Nuggets over the Timberwolves 109 to 80. And then to get to some of the stats, um, who should be the MVP and is one of the finalists for the MVP, um, Joel Embiid led the yeah. league in scoring. Yeah. 33.1 points. Insane for him. Assist was James Harden with 10.7. Three pointers, no Steph. surprise. Steph and Clay are top two. Uh, defensive leaders was Sabonis, uh, 12.3 rebounds. Blocks was Jaron Jackson Jr. with three. Steals, OG and Obi, and an Obi, excuse me, with 1.9 steals. And there we go. Jokic is the MVP. Jokic I... averaged a triple. No, double. I don't disagree. No, I don't disagree with the stats, but the reason why. I say Joker shouldn't win it this year is because he had he had the help of Jamal Murray. And now, granted, Joel Embiid obviously had James Harden. So it's not... But Jokic isn't... How do I explain it? I, I really... He's not, a, he's not, it's not even as effective the... solo. No, I'm trying to decipher what she's saying. So, I, I don't watch basketball. I almost won my fantasy so basketball my, league, and I don't fucking watch my basketball. My thing is, is Joke, he's an incredible talent. I just think Joel Embiid is, <clears throat> he had the better stats. Uh, granted, he didn't have the triple-double, but he had the more. He had the most points. Mm-hmm. Um, he was behind him in rebounds and assists. He was, but granted, was, Joel was, Embiid is not that type of big man. Jokic okay. is that type of big man, and that's what the Nuggets need him to be. When you have James Harden, you don't need the assists. Okay. He was behind him in field goal percentage. He was behind mm-hmm. him in um, rebounds, behind him in assists, behind mm-hmm. him in defensive efficiency, behind him in overall efficiency, behind him in wins as a team, behind him in games played, behind that's, him in that's minutes. That's where you get me. Okay. 
the entire MVP narrative changed because one guy opened his mouth. One guy went on first take, opened his goddamn mouth, and changed the entire narrative. You know what I'm talking about. Kendrick Perkins. What did he say? I mean, Kendrick Perkins says a lot of things. Okay, so he went on first take a few weeks ago. Yeah. Before he went on first take, Jokic was number one across the board. Mm -hmm. CBS, NBC, ESPN, ABC, NBA.com, all of them. Mm -hmm. Yahoo Sports, all of them had Jokic. Mm -hmm. By all. Clear margin. Mm -hmm. Perkins went on there and talked about how there's only been three times in the last, since 1990, that a player has finished outside the top ten in scoring and won the MVP. Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, and and Jokic Nokic. And then he goes, tell me what all three of those guys have in common. And shut up. Oh, the... Yup. Then J.J. Reddick came on and absolutely lambasted no, him. No, I love J.J. Reddick. Came on and destroyed no, that argument. No, I 100% agree Because he, he came out a couple of days later and goes, okay, so why don't we look at 89, 88... Uh, let's look at 90, 89, and 87, when Magic won the MVP and was outside the top 10 in scoring all mm-hmm. three of those years. It was such a bad... It was bad timing. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. These, and then people feed into that kind correct. of information so quickly. These two were... Are leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else in the MVP discussion. Mm-hmm. Okay, Giannis is third, but he to me is a bit of a distant third this year. Yeah, he's not really, he's not really in that top two conversation. I understand the points per game. I understand that Embiid's really opened up the outside perimeter of that team. It's ridiculous that a big man is shooting threes the way he's shooting threes. Mm-hmm. And I don't. They want to talk about Jokic stat padding. No, he's just no. become a better passer. Yeah, like, I, it is, I don't agree when people say that you're stat padding. Dude, you're, he's winning the he, game how he has to win the game. And the funny part is, is the Nuggets, since since um, <clears throat> Jokic has been on this tear the last few years, every mm-hmm. time Jokic gets a triple-double, the Nuggets are undefeated. Defeated. They haven't think, lost a game. That just tells you yeah. what you need to know. He doesn't need to score. No. He's going he's gonna to both on the offensive and defensive side get you the ball back. Mm-hmm. And he can distribute. Like, you, you see some of these fucking passes? Like, I'm just standing there. Okay, I'm going to go this way with the ball. Like, it's ridiculous. I don't watch enough um, enough NBA. I catch mm-hmm. a lot more highlights, and a guy I work with is big into the league, mm-hmm. and he's the one who's kind of, like, showed me all this. Yeah. And he's just like, dude, Jokic is the runaway. I just don't understand how. And, again, all the metrics just show how Jokic That's, has been so unbelievable. I don't year. disagree with you because, again, like you said, besides the points per game, the stats are in Jokic's favor. I just think as a player for his team, because when you think of most valuable player, in my eyes, it's obviously you have the stats and everything, but I think it's how valuable are you to your team. I think you take Joel Embiid out of, you take him out of Philly, just take the players out. I think the Nuggets... Denver does not finish one in the league. They might not finish one, but they're still going to be up there with the talent that they have on that team versus the uh, 76ers. Who still I have think Harden, who's he, a former MVP. He's former MVP, but he's nothing. You don't have Michael Porter Jr. You don't have um, Jamal Murray. And they're I, all young guys. I know, but I'm going to ta- I'm gonna destroy that argument right now. Okay. The Nets just traded away everybody and made the playoffs. And they're about to get... It doesn't matter. They're, they're about made to the playoffs. They're, they like, they're like, hmm, we have, all time, we have an all-star, an all-time talent, all-star... Uh, all right, we're gonna send Kyrie to Dallas so they can he can sabotage Dallas. True. <laughs> we're 
KD, get out of here. You, get out of here. Let's just see what happens with these young guys. Oh, shit. What? We're going on a tear? All right, we were tanking. We were trying to tank, and now all of a sudden they But went, then I think that kind of goes into the Look at all the young guys that they have on the Nuggets. Now, granted, Jokic is still, like, he's not old by no, any means. No, what's he, 27, 28? He's, yeah, he's in his mid to late 20s. Yeah. So, Two-time reigning MVP. It's crazy. Like, I think if Jokic wins it... There's no qualms for me. No. And and I think it's deserved because, like you said, the stats are in his favor. I just think when I look at the MVP, is as I've looked at it in the past years, especially when Giannis won it, most valuable player to your team is and not a lot of people view it that way. That's yeah. how I view it. And I think no arguments about switching teams. That's stupid. You take no, them you out ta- of yeah, their team, out of, team. out of their system. I think Joel is more valuable to the 76ers than Nuggets is necessary than Jokic is necessarily to the Nuggets. Yeah, see, I, that's how I see. So it. I, I have a, I appreciate that sentiment. Mm-hmm. I just stand on the other side of it because I watched Alex Rodriguez win an MVP when he was with the Texas Rangers. Yeah, and that team was paltry, mm-hmm. and that was the argument that was used because he was putting up all time numbers. Yeah. with the Rangers at that point, and I was just like, yeah, but the team still didn't make the playoffs. The team wasn't any good. So, yeah. what's the difference between them being a hundred loss team and a and a ninety seven loss team? It yeah. really he didn't make that much of it. What's three wins? That doesn't make any sense to me. True. So it's different when you got a playoff bound team, and if that playoff bound team is going to drop completely out of the playoffs. But I think in the East, yeah. with that talent, I still think that. They would the 76ers still would have made I the playoffs. So, yeah. Same thing with the Denver Nuggets. Now the question is, is what's the win share difference? Like exactly. how many win shares does Jokic really account for? Mm-hmm. Okay, take his triple doubles out and they lose twenty three games this year. And where does twenty three games put them? Out of yeah. the playoffs. But you know what's gonna hurt for players like Joel going forward? Because the NBA did pass is you have to play a certain amount of games in order to qualify. He, yeah. For the MVP, I think it's now sixty-five games. Which he made the cut. He made the cut. He made the cut this year, but But you look at pretty much almost all his other seasons. (laughs) He's missed a lot of time. And Jokic is one of those guys who just doesn't miss. He doesn't miss any time. Yeah, you know. And you want to talk about another guy who fell off? Um, Dallas. Um, oh Doncic. Doncic with the injuries. That and And Kyrie and Kyrie. Dude, Doncic was everyone was talking about how he's having another all-time season, and then all of a sudden Kyrie goes there and the team loses out. Like they, they were they were leading, weren't they? Weren't they like one or two? Um, they were in the top four or something. Yeah, and then he comes in and they crash out of the playoffs. I just think Doncic is such a ball dominant player. He's not even he's he's te- like he's not a point guard, but he does what LeBron does. Is he's like a point forward because he's so he big. Can just play everything. But and you have Kyrie, who is a flashy ball handler who needs to have the ball in his hands to make a difference unlike Steph where Steph can run around like a freaking yeah, just gerbil and just be everywhere on the court and this their play styles just clashed don't it was mesh ugly. together and it was ugly and then the whole last game of the season where Mark Cuban got fined but then he you know put his money where his mouth is and donated the same amount of charity it's just this offseason is gonna be interesting for it the, is for the it, maps it and is. I'm looking forward to seeing okay it. so Without running through the entire playoff bracket, who mm-hmm. we got going from the East, who we got going from the West? In terms of who's in... The- who's going to the finals? I don't watch basketball. <laughs> I lost track of what teams are fucking in it. Because <laughs> to okay. me, like we said, it's a, it's like a three-team race, basically. Okay. Who's going to so- win it, but... Who's going to win it? No, 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 no. I say it's a three-team race yeah. on who's going to win it, but as far as who's going to come out, the Giannis injury changes a lot. Oh, it changes everything. Changes, if it he's changes out, everything. If he's out for 
an indeterminate amount of time. I think it helps the Celtics chance. I, oh yeah, because it's going to be one of them two teams out of the East, and if and if Giannis is out, it just makes it easier for the Celtics to get where they need to get to. So, here is my pick: Clippers coming out of the West. Okay. Granted, on Paul George, but they beat they beat the Suns without George. So if he comes back, that's my thinking. Celtics coming out of the East. Okay. And then um, say who wins it or no. No, no, no. Okay. We can, remember, we're gonna hold that until next week. Yeah. When and uh, then when we see what happens in the West, that's the first round well, over. Can, yeah, you can scroll down. So go ahead, Josh. So I was just saying I don't know who the fuck plays in the West, <laughs> so I have to look. <laughs> Anybody west of the Mississippi? Oh no, that's not true because so Chicago. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah. the Charlotte Hornets. And the Houston Rockets are going to be in the <laughs> No. It... <laughs> Michael Jordan wishes. And that's the end of this podcast. Um... <laughs> Any of the teams that don't say E. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm going to say Celtics out of the East mm-hmm. for the fact of Giannis's injury. Yep. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't watch basketball. Okay. Um, and then... I don't know. Something something's telling me Sacramento. If something's I could have telling a dream, me Sacramento. If I could have a dream matchup, it would be Sacramento versus the King uh versus the Knicks. That would be my dream because you have a fan base who hasn't I don't think they've they, no Sacramento got robbed, remember? Yeah. So this fan base who has been dreaming just to even get into the playoffs and even win a game and then this franchise who is literally horrible and a stain on the NBA but getting there just because seeing the reaction of them being there would be it would explode my mind it, it would blow up the league it if that literally, happened oh, it literally it, it would I right, can't so I'm just going to cheat real quick and just look over so, I needed to so so again Giannis injury kills everything to me that um, changes the whole dynamic changes of the, the whole dynamic of the playoffs um I think Boston has an answer for Embiid. I think they do a good job of defending him. They've done it all season. Mm-hmm. So I am going to go with the Celtics. I know it's just a consensus here. We are from the Boston market, but it's just one of those yeah, things yeah. where it, it just seems consensus to me. As far as the West, the West is open to me. I like Phoenix. The West is a lot more open. I like Phoenix, but just to be different from everyone, I'm taking Memphis. Okay. I'm going to take Memphis. I don't know why I'm going to take Memphis. There's just something, something about it. For me... I would say Memphis as well. It's just a matter of the fucking jaw injury. Yeah, I know jaw's puts injury me puts, out of it. Put it's scary because he's that dominant. But if he's not hurt, I want to go Memphis. But you if know he, what the bigger bigger injury is for Memphis? It's not jaw because jaw is amazing. But Memphis has one without jaw. It's Stephen Adams. Because besides uh, Jaron yeah, Jackson, John you don't. John missed a lot of time. You don't and have still that won. big man. Yeah. Once Jaron sits on the, once Jackson sits on the bench. Yeah. They who's going to really stop? Ha- who's going to stop? It's you- like their fourth guy. They yeah. don't even. Stephen Adams is that big man. I yeah. Mean, and with the Clippers and with Denver, you got a lot of big bigs you got to deal with. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So that that finalizes our thoughts on the NBA. Yep. But here we go into the one that won the poll. <laughs> the, the NHL National playoffs. Hockey Listen, League. Hockey playoffs are the best. Playoffs. Oh, they're so it's, much fun. It's really so is. much fun. It's like I think you know what my favorite part about hockey playoffs is? Laid on us. Overtime. It just goes. 
and goes and goes mm-hmm. and goes and, and it's like you're like eight overtimes deep and it's like somebody score it's like four <laughs> o'clock in the morning i'm still watching this game i, I got mean, work that's more so for you because your your team's Colorado, a west coast yeah. team yeah. Oh. the games start at 10 o'clock yeah but it's so worth staying so up. the game's it over is, at one is. but then overtime pushes it till two in the morning three in the morning four it's, in the morning and you gotta wor- wake up an hour and a half later for work <laughs> it's worse when i'm out in my sister's house in the cape I'm watching the games with my brother-in-law and it's like double overtime and you're like i still got an hour drive home it's yeah. so worth it ah <laughs> 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 oh, so nhl playoffs yes. starts that, tonight it starts, starts tonight. in as of recording this right in this moment 11 minutes yes so yes. first puck drop we are going to hammer through the <clears throat> matchups and the predictions mm-hmm. so in the east we are starting with the number one seed the number one overall team in hockey the president's trophy winning all-time points leading all-time wins leading boston bruins are going up against the number two wild card florida panthers in the same bracket you have the toronto maple leafs the forever heartbreaking Toronto Maple Leafs going up against the Tampa Bay Lightning, your three-time retaining East champions. Mm-hmm. In the other bracket, the one seed is the Carolina Hurricanes going up against the New York Islanders as your wild card one. And your two three is the best series on this side. The Devils, the New Jersey Devils, and the Rangers. I it am, stays. This with, is a bloodbath. It stays it's within so like fun. what three hours of each other. Less, yep. less. I mean, depending on traffic, three hours. But I mean, if you can, if you can just jump on a train, you're there in twenty <laughs> minutes. It's crazy. I feel like there's always that one. Ser- we always say this in hockey. We're like, this is getting like to the subway second series. round. Yeah, like you're. They're always like a dog fight to get into the second round, but this. Matchup right here. These guys are going to be limping already into the second round. Correct. I almost feel like the second round is almost going to be a bye for whoever gets out of the Islanders and Canes because these two teams are going to beat the piss out of each other. Yeah. Like, this, this series can easily go seven. Seven and multiple injuries, multiple big hits, mm-hmm. multiple suspensions. I see it Fight. all. Fights. <laughs> all going to be blood on the ice. So excited. <laughs> Let's switch over to the West. Yes. On the West, we have the number one seed, not overall, but in their bracket, the Colorado Avalanche, your retaining Stanley Cup champions Mm -hmm. who had a resurgence to end the season going up against the first time entering the playoffs, Seattle Kraken as the wild card one. Dallas Stars and the Minnesota Wild are rounding off the two and three seeds on this side. And your number one seed, in the West, overall, the Vegas Golden Knights are going up against the Winnipeg Jets, Wild Card 2. And again, another super exciting series, except for high scoring purposes. You're going to have the Edmonton Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings. Like, the, uh, basically, yeah. the two teams that Gretzky played for in his <clears throat> prime are now having the guy who is the Gretzky in his prime right now in Connor yep. McDavid going up against the Kings. Mm-hmm. Like, That's going to be awesome. This series, these playoffs are shaping up to be absolutely incredible and to be honest with you there is no runaway on either side no you look at all 16 of these teams there are zero runaways there's not a single series you can look at and be like yeah dallas should blow out wild or the canes should get past the islanders easy no none of these series are going to be easy there's little caveats about each of these teams that kind of matches and balances and offsets the other side Mm -hmm. i mean could the panthers Theoretically, get blown out by the Bruins. Theoretically, but mm-hmm. you know the last team that set 
a points record was the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I believe they were swept out of the playoffs in four games. I'm pretty sure by the Boston Bruins. No. No? No. It no. was by... Um, <clears throat> it, it was before they went on their super run. They got knocked out by... I want, Was it the Canes? I don't know off the I top of remember. my head. I really can't remember. Columbus Blue Jackets. Blue, Blue Jackets. There we go. I knew it was a weird southern team. I think it was Columbus, the team that... No, they they didn't win it. It was the St. Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues won yeah. that year. Yeah, but because they Nick beat Foligno was because they beat the Bruins um, that yeah. year. Yeah, yep. Nick Foligno was the captain of the Columbus Blue Jackets. So think about that. Fun little President's Trophy curse has been in existence since the Chicago Blackhawks of 2012-2013. Last President's Trophy winner to win the Stanley Cup. So again, all these series to me are extremely wide open. Yep. It's going to be an extremely fun playoff exactly. series. Exactly. Now, before we get into our brackets and our predictions, I will go over what seems like a moot point here when it comes to NHL leaders. But hey, let's run down <laughs> this list. Points. Connor McDavid with 153. Just so you know, his line mate finished second with 128, Lee and Dreisaitl. That's a 25-point difference. Insane. So basically, Connor McDavid was responsible for all of Leon's points plus an additional 25. Yeah. Goals. Oh, let's see. Connor McDavid at 64. David Postenock finished 61. in second yep. with 61. And get a load of this. Miko Rantanen of the Colorado Avalanche, third 60. with yep. 55. Oh, 55. Yeah. He uh, played all 82 games, too, by the way. So Damn, shout if out to him. anybody is going to be up for an MVP from Colorado, it's Miko Rantanen. 55 mm-hmm. points, 50 assists, 105 points overall when it comes to his season. <laughs> um, but I think the hot trophies gone oh <laughs> um, let's go over to assists oh that's right Connor McDavid David. with 89 uh, Nikita Kucherov finished in second with 83 plus minus is just a bunch of fucking Bruins we don't even need to name them all name the entire <laughs> team they led the league in plus minus it's just simple as that okay uh, you had uh, Lindholm with 49 so I'm sorry there were five in the top 10 yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> Lindholm Grizzly Carlo Bergeron and Pasta. Yeah, exactly. So just <laughs> bang, 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 bang. And the thing is, is like you look at a player like McDavid, he has no plus minus because a lot of the stuff he does is on the power play. Exactly. It's crazy. Um, as far as power play goals, Leon Dreisaitl was one with 32 because McDavid just kept passing it's it to him. But guess who was second? Connor McDavid with 21. <laughs> um, shorthanded goals was Elias Peterson from the Vancouver Canucks and JT Miller from the Vancouver Canucks, both tied with five. Connor McDavid at three with yep. four. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, time on ice leaders, Kale McCarr from the Colorado Avalanche. They put a lot on this kid's shoulder this year with all the injuries that that team dealt with, mm-hmm. whether it was in the defensive back or whether it was he had to be on the power play. And he he had been dealing with his own injuries throughout the season. But he averaged over 26 minutes a game. Uh, Drew Dowdy from the uh, Kings finished second by averaging also 26 minutes per game. Wow. Um, and then faceoff win percentage, which to me is a quiet stat. A lot of people don't pay attention to it. But look at the guys who win a lot of – Faceoffs, especially key faceoffs in either the defensive or offensive zones, and see how their teams have performed. Mm-hmm. Now I know the Blackhawks are a little bit of an outlier here, but Jonathan Taves is just so good at yeah. winning faceoffs; it's ridiculous. Patrice Bergeron and Michael mm-hmm. McLeod, um, Boston, Boston and, and New Jersey, Jersey. Yep. both over sixty percent. That is huge. Uh, we'll go over to the goalies, and oh look, only guy under two in the NHL: Linus Olmark. 1.89. Mm-hmm. Yep. Philip Gustafson with 2.10. And then Atini Rantanen from the Carolina Hurricanes at 2.23. Save percentage. I mean, if you have the lowest goals against, you should have the highest save percentage. Linus Olmark, uh, Philip Gustafson, and then Ilya Sorkin uh, finished third. As far as wins, this is where it gets interesting. 
because Alexander Gorgiev of the Colorado Avalanche finished with 40. Yep. And so did Linus Olmark. Mm-hmm. There really isn't a conversation for who the top goalie was this year because Olmark is in the top three of every category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's just nice that for Gorgiev, who started off kind of shaky, he caught fire. And he also had yeah. five shutties. And he yep. had five shutouts this year. I know. He finished uh, second in shutouts behind Sorkin. And then if we just go over team percentages. Well, it's because Sorokin is a fucking nut. Yeah, I yeah. know. He's basically a brick wall. It's crazy. Um, Go over the team statistics. The Oilers led in power play percentage. The Bruins led in penalty kill percentage. The Stars led in faceoff percentage. Not by much over the Bruins. Shots per game. The Hurricanes. Uh, shots against them. Sorry. The Hurricanes allowed the fewest. Mm-hmm. Um, We don't have to go over games played. Everybody finished the same amount of games. The Bruins had 65 wins to 12 losses. Okay. They had 13 more wins than the closest team and had nine fewer losses than the closest team. That's insane. It's insane. They caught fire. They stood healthy. Mm-hmm. Just really, really, really strong team. Um, overtime losses, even though it's a loss, you do get the points. The all the Two teams here didn't make the playoffs, Flames and Sharks. You got to get that extra point. It makes mm-hmm. a big difference. In yep. 17 of those games, if you even flip that, the Flames are in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, again, total points, all-time record, 135 for the Boston Bruins. And point percentage, all-time record, Boston Bruins, 82% of their games, they earned points. That's, That's fucking insane. insanity. 82%. Damn. That's Crazy. Nuts. Do something with it. Crazy. Now do something with <laughs> it. Exactly. <laughs> do something with it. Okay. Where do we want to start? Do we want to start in the East or do we want to start in the West? So let's do this. Let's start in the east. Okay. But let's start in the Met. Okay. Then we'll go to the Atlantic. Then we'll go to the Atlantic. And then we'll go Central. To the Pacific. Pacific and then, and Central. then to the Central. Okay, that's fine. I don't mind having my team be the bookend here. That's fine. <laughs> so actually our teams are almost the bookends because we're starting in the Metro. All right. Mm-hmm. Metro division. Canes versus Islanders. Who you got? Are we doing who and how many? Okay, we can do who and how many. Let's do it that way then. Okay. Okay. So, Canes and Islanders. Who and how many, Josh? I'm going to go Canes and six. Okay. I'm going to do Canes and five. Gentlemen sweep. I'm also taking the Canes and I'm taking them in five. The bloodbath. <laughs> That's what I'm calling this. This is a bloodbath. Yeah. Devils, Rangers. I'll take the Rangers in seven. Mika is going to go the fuck off in the series. <laughs> Kayla? Um, I'm also taking the Rangers in seven. There's going to at least be three overtime games. Oh, easily. Easily. One of which may be tomorrow's. <laughs> That'd be a great way to open it. Taking up. the Devils in six. All right, that's fair. I just think it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna be one of them overtime games. Mm-hmm. The momentum's just gonna carry over, and then that's just gonna be when they transfer back over to New Jersey. I think that's where it's gonna end up leading to like a two game, mm-hmm. two game swing. The Rangers may come back, but it just won't be enough because then you got to revisit the Devils. And yeah. It's just gonna be one of those things. I think the Devils win it in MSG. Oh, okay. Because game six will be in MSG. Okay. Leafs lightning. (laughs) You know nobody can take the Leafs, right? They suck. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Lightning (laughs) in five games. Because the Leafs are going to win a game and get all hot 
and then lose four straight. <laughs> so true. Hey, and think about how how well the Leafs played this year as a unit. Yeah. Without Austin Matthews playing exceptional. Yeah. Like last year, Austin Matthews led the league in goals, mm-hmm. and the Leafs just again did the Leafs. Yeah. This year, they took a little bit off of Austin Matthews' shoulders, and they had a really strong season. Yeah. Um. But no, no, it's it's Tampa Bay. I'll give them. No, five. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm gonna be the only I'm gonna give I'm gonna say the lightning in six. I'm giving I'm giving the Leafs two wins. Do they go down three one and then they, they get a little that's, they're gonna little... go down three one, they're gonna really fight Woo! back and but then But then the lightning's lightning gonna just, win at home. Then they're gonna win at home six. and like a blowout. Yes. Some shit like that. Yeah, I'm going five. <laughs> <laughs> and All I right. can respect you for that. <laughs> Boston Bruins versus the Florida Panthers. This year's President's Cup trophy winner versus, versus last, last year's year. President's Cup trophy winner. Um, I'm just going to fill this in real quick. <laughs> okay, question is how many games? <laughs> Bruins in five. Okay. I'm Same thing. For the reason they lose tonight. They, they lose got a, game one, and they, then they got a bug going through right now. They're gonna rest some guys, make sure everybody's healthy, mm-hmm. and then you remember that scene. I don't remember what film it was, but remember the scene. You can't when say when Hulk <laughs> is just taking Loki and fucking swinging the what motherfucker do you mean back you don't and know forth. A movie. <laughs> okay, hold on. What is the group of those superheroes? It's called? the Avengers. I don't know what fucking one it is. It's the first one. The I don't Avengers. know if it's in the first one or if it's in Ultron. And it's just the Avengers. It if you had just said Avengers, you no one would have given you a hard time. <laughs> but no, <laughs> Loki has that one second if he's like, <laughs> yeah, puny god. Yeah, six. Okay. Okay. I didn't think I didn't know there was a bug running through. Yeah. So I had the Bruins winning in five. Mm-hmm. But with that information, There's with that information, game. it's gonna add a game for me. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna change it to six. Okay. Okay. Let us go over to the West again. Super fun series. Oilers and Connor McDavid versus the Kings. Edmonton and seven. I honestly think this is going to be the most close series it is in the west yeah i i, I feel the same with you i'm gonna go same thing edmonton and seven i'm gonna go edmonton and six fair enough I, I because i i have predictions on the rest of these that it's gonna be ugly <laughs> so golden knights versus the winnipeg jets My only sweep, Vegas and four. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking them in five. Okay. I don't think that they're going to sweep. I have them in four as well. Oh, and that's nothing against Winnipeg. I just think Vegas has just been very tough to deal with this year as they've proven throughout the entirety of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Breaking news, Triple J, Jackson Jr., Defensive player of the year. Just really? broke right now. Okay. Jaron Jackson That's Jr. has won weird... the 23 NBA Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, weird time it... to announce it, but I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's weird, huh? Hmm. I didn't know they were announcing yeah, it today on a doing, Monday. I didn't, I didn't know oh, they but... were doing any awards yet. Okay, cool. All right. 
Dallas Stars, Minnesota Wild. See, this one's really tough for me. This one's really, really tough. I'm going to say Wild in seven on the back of Mark andre Fleury. Okay. Yeah, Modern Warfare 7. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have Dallas in seven. I think these teams are really, really close, and I think it's just going to come down to game seven, and I can't even tell you what. Wild in five. Wow. Wow. Really? Good goaltending always wins out. Yeah, True. and you got good goaltending. You got MAF You got a the, guy who's net. a veteran of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I think it's 17 consecutive years he's he been in the playoffs. He hasn't missed. That's true. You know what I'm saying? He has not missed. And it's with three different teams. Mm-hmm. So that and just he's shows... been to multiple Stanley Cups. Yeah. He may not have won all these Stanley Cups, but he's been to multiple. He understands what it takes to get to a deep run. Mm-hmm. He's. I think he's kept a lot in the tank throughout mm-hmm. the regular season. I'm not saying that the Wild couldn't have finished one in the in the division, you have to remember, Colorado leapfrogged both these teams to end the season with mm-hmm. a winning streak that was ridiculous. <laughs> Come on at the end of the year. But between the Avalanche, the Wild, and the Stars, all three of these teams were battling until the end of mm-hmm. the year for that number one position. It took to 82. It did. Yep. It took to Colorado having the makeup game because of the flood mm-hmm. to take the overall positioning. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Final series. We have the Colorado Avalanche versus the Seattle Kraken. I'm going to take abs in five because I think the Kraken are going to squeak one out. Might be game three or something like that Um, because it is their first um, NHL playoffs. Yes. I'm taking Colorado also in five because I think that McKinnon and Rantanen are just going to overwhelm them just with them two. That last game of the season showed me everything I need to see out of Nate McKinnon. Yeah. Four he's points. He's a fucking nut. Yep. The he way is insane. He split that defense. He, <sighs> the pro- you show me that. No effort. Like, literally, it just like, looked like he was just like casual. It brings me back to the Cody Rhodes promo. McKinnon <laughs> looked at those guys and saw victims. Mm-hmm. And that's all he did. Mm-hmm. And he went through those guys. And you never really see McKinnon celebrate after he does a goal. But mm-hmm. you saw him celebrate oh, after he that goal. He's like... Yeah. I He's did. like, I fucking did that. I did that. Yeah. I made those guys look awful. I also have the abs in five. Okay. So only one sweep. Yeah, only one sweep. Mm-hmm. And essentially, um, we're pretty much across the board on a lot of these series. Um, I've taken one team different, and Michaela has taken one team different. So outside of that, everything else is going across the board. Okay. We are now in the conference semifinals. We, are, we have ourselves... Carolina Hurricanes, and in your instances, the New York Rangers, and in my instance, I have the New Jersey Devils. So who you got, Carolina or New York? Josh. I'm going to take, as much as it pains me, I'm going to take the Canes. Okay. And seven. I'm a, I'm a huge Mika Zibanejad fan. I love his play. Yep. Carolina is just fucking dominant, especially in the playoffs. They're just, especially as of recent, they're fucking dominant. 
I'm going to take New York in six. Because I know that we said that whoever comes out of the um, the New York series uh, is going to kind of be limping. But I think they're going to use that to their advantage. And I think whoever the, I think their opponent is going to maybe underestimate them a little bit. And I think they're going to take that. They're going to run with it. I'm going goaltender play with with your two, mm-hmm. with Savannah Judge in net. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also No, take- that's um, Igor oh, Shosturkin. Shosturkin. I'm sorry, not Savannah Judge. Um, as far as me... Um, I'm taking the Devils yeah. in five. Wow. Yes. Okay. I just think that you're going to have a little bit. The Devils just to me are a are, are sleeper. They're mm-hmm. just a sleeper. I don't know what it is about them, but I am taking the Devils. Okay. The Boston Bruins versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. Probably the scariest matchup that. Bruins fans could be looking at in the East. Yeah. Bees and six. Seven. I, I'm taking what I, you're right, and it's going to take us to the very end. Bees and seven. And it pains me because. This means it's the end of Tampa's run. Yeah, being mm-hmm. a consecutive, 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 <clears throat> consecutive, consecutive Stanley Cups, which is crazy. In the West, all of us have the same matchup. We have the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Edmonton Oilers. Vegas is the best team in the West. Vegas in five. Five. I'm going to take Edmonton in seven. It's got to be the Connor McDavid. I know it. I'm riding with Edmonton. Obviously, you think goaltending does kind of like defense wins championships, but I'm just thinking Connor McDavid, he's going to catapult that team. If they're going to do anything, that's me. If there's a playoff series that he has to show up for, it is this. I'm not taking anything away from the Kings. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, after that series, McDavid and Dreisaitl must take over games. That's what they must do. There's not any other conversation to be had. Mm-hmm. If they if they cannot, if, they, if teams can formulate a defense to basically take them two out of a game, which is impossible to me because... McDavid basically averaged two points a game this year. Drysaddle averaged like 1.5 points per game this year. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous to watch. I'm just going with the goaltending. If I'm going to go goaltending, which has kind of been like my mantra this whole time, mm-hmm. I am going to go with the Vegas Golden Knights. Okay. I'm going to go in six. I mean, you're not wrong. They're like almost half a point It's lower in goaltending. Yeah. And so. Yeah. I don't disagree. Final series, for me and Josh, we have the Avalanche versus the Wild, and you have the Avalanche versus the Stars. So, Josh, who do you have? Minnesota Wild in seven. On the back of Marc-Andre Fleury. Okay. Judas. 
Judas, no. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Avalanche in six. Um, and the reason I say that is because their goaltending for both teams is so close. It's like 0.1 difference. And I'm just going to give the Avalanche the up because I think that their offense is just so much better. So I am an Avalanche fan. I am taking the Avalanche here. I'm going to take them in six. And I don't think it has really... As much as it does have to do with goaltending to me, it has more to do with the top-end talent. And mm-hmm. Colorado's much deeper at the top-end talent when it comes to having McKinnon on the ice and having McCarr on the ice and having yep. Ranton and having the season he's having. And then their um, the ancillary players, Atira Lekkinen, um, Eric Johnson, they just... They're, they're, coming together right now and I think it's key mm-hmm. we'll see where it goes from here but I avalanche in six mm-hmm. Eastern Conference Finals so we have three different finals so starting with Josh you have the Boston Bruins versus the Canes I know it's fucking terrifying. Um, <laughs> Boston Bruins in five. He's like, I'm terrified. Gentlemen sweep. <laughs> Which we like that confidence. Michaela, you have the Boston Bruins versus the New York Rangers. Bruins six. I would say seven, but I think our talent across the board and then our goaltending gives us that extra game. It ends here. The Bruins get swept. New Jersey Devils in four. In four. Wow. I'm thinking something's going to happen along the way to the Bruins. Okay. They have been way too healthy this year. For it to not break at some point. For it not to break at some point. Something is going to happen, Mm -hmm. and I think it's going to happen. That's the only reason why I have the Bruins going seven against the Lightning. Mm -hmm. I think something's going to happen. It happened last year to the Lightning in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. right before the Stanley Cup Finals. I just think... It's great that they've been healthy. It's great that things have worked the way that they've worked. But it's just, you're dealing with it. First of all, going against the Lightning, they're not necessarily a hard-hitting team. Mm-hmm. But in towards the end of this year, they've been laying bodies. You're going to go against the Devils. They lay the lumber. I am, this is the one thing I don't like is how healthy they've been. It scares me. And I know I'm going way out on a fucking limb here, but I'm taking the Devils as a sweep. Fair enough. Hey, I can't I can't blame you. When you got logic behind it. Okay. We're going into the West. And again, we have three different matchups. Mm-hmm. We have Josh with the Minnesota Wild versus the Vegas Golden Knights. Golden Knights in five. Flurry gets tired from carrying this team. Okay. And Vegas just starts laying into him. Okay. Michaela, you have McDavid versus McKinnon. You have the Avalanche and the Oilers. And this is where Colorado and this is where Colorado ends. I'm taking Edmonton in seven. I think this series goes all the way to seven. I think it's a high scoring series. And then it's one of those games where it ends in overtime where it's like five to four or even higher. And I'm on the same boat. Not having your team captain is huge. Is huge. 
You didn't have them all year, and they fucking were incredible. Mm -hmm. But at this point in the season, you're going to have played more games in the last two seasons than any other team here. Because you have went to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. Yep. You had all those seven-game series leading up to the Stanley Cup Finals the, during the run. Mm -hmm. It is scary to know that they're going to be going up against the Golden Knights. It's just scary because they were the number... You got the two number ones going up against each mm -hmm. other. Mm -hmm. And Vegas played them extremely well this year. Extremely well. And it's funny because a lot of the Vegas stuff mm -hmm. is stuff that was taken from the Bruins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because... It's a lot of the transfer over from co you know old coaching staff, yep. old old theory, old logic. Mm -hmm. My heart wants me to take the Avs, and I want to take the Avs in six. But my head's telling me it's going to be the Golden Knights, and it's going to be the Golden Knights in seven. So Stanley Cup Finals matchups. We have the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Boston Bruins for Joshua. We have the Edmonton Oilers versus the Boston Bruins for Michaela. And left field, Vegas Golden Knights versus the New Jersey Devils. Josh. The greatest season in hockey finishes in a seven-game series where the Boston Bruins finish the story. Okay. Who's A la Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Yeah, did we see what happened at WrestleMania? Yeah. We did. Okay. The final boss. <laughs> the Knights. It's Boston East versus Boston West. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I'm taking Boston in six. And I'm riding the goaltending because I know Edmonton Only. is so, 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 so top heavy. But I'm going to Omar and Swayman. Omar and Swayman. I'm, I'm going to ride with them. It still breaks my heart that this is not Colorado yeah. <laughs> going against the Avalanche. I will be so happy if I'm wrong. I'm s I I I'll be at every fucking game in Boston if I'm wrong. I don't worry. I will fucking be there with my my Landeskog jersey. Yeah. No, my Rantanen jersey. I'm gonna wear my Rantanen jersey because he's the team MVP this year. Um But I didn't even pick the Bruins. I have the Vegas Golden Knights winning in five. Wow. It just goes back to they're going to be the better team. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think the difference between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Devils is just too big. Mm -hmm. And again, I only took the Devils just because if we're just playing this down on paper and we're not going to deal with any kind of injuries or illnesses or anything like that, Bruins should run through everybody. Bruins should go 16. No. 15 and 1 like the Warriors. You got to have that one loss. <laughs> so it'd be 16 and 1. Yeah, it'd be 16. Cuz oh, yeah, you need sorry. to win 16 regardless. Yeah. But we're not playing this on paper. Mm -hmm. There are people who are going to have to be on the ice. And again, the Bruins have been so blessed <laughs> with not having to deal with injuries. I think if you look at all their top players, I think all of them played either 78 or more games. Mm -hmm. I don't think mm -hmm. Bergeron really missed any time. Pasternak didn't miss any time. The the big names that missed time this year were Taylor Hall, Nick Foligno. Um, who? Who? Exactly. Exactly. And There's Taylor Hall's a first-round pick. I get yeah. it. He's a great player. I'm just saying, 
We, it's not. It's not we, pasta. It's not Bergeron. It's not Marshawn. When you think of the Boston Bruins, it's not Landeskog. It's not yeah. McKinnon who missed 15 games exactly. this year. It's not. Um, I mean, McDavid it, didn't miss any time. We'd be, we'd be in a whole different position if Marshan missed 12 games. Yeah. If David Postenog missed 20 games. If Bergeron missed half a season. Mm-hmm. Just want to see something real quick. It's it's my own morbid curiosity, but I think if I'm right. Oh, oh. Okay, so Miko, Miko Ranton, like I said, played 82 games. Mm-hmm. McKinnon played 71. McKinnon missed 11 games this year. Mm-hmm. Kale McCarr missed time. I'm not saying that that, the abs, that the abs would have had like this tremendous run if everybody had stood healthy. Yeah, I think that West would have went a lot different had the abs had Landis Gog at all this year. And I I think... Nechuskin missed half the season. Yeah. Valerie Nechuskin missed half the year. The guy's I, leg was hanging on at the end of the playoffs last year. It was the grossest thing I've ever watched. I always want players to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to see someone having to be taken off the ice on a stretcher. I don't want to see another Paul Korea hit. I mean, that's still one of my favorite highlights of all oh, time. Oh, it's fucking I can, amazing. I can watch that highlight over and over on replay. It's a clean hit. Challenge me. Um, but it's it's just the reality of the situation. Bodies mm-hmm. break down. All right, You're dealing with illnesses, like you said, coming into game one. Um, they put it out there. Patrice Bergeron is not playing tonight. Let's see what the team looks like without him on the ice. Yep. Let's true. just see what they look like without him on the ice. Mm-hmm. Well, to your point about players missing time, in our top ten, if you're going by points, so our top ten highest scoring points on the team, the player who the played the least games was DeBrusque with sixty four. Pasta paid, played eighty two. Played all eighty two. Bergeron played seventy eight. Mm-hmm. And like, then Marshawn played seventy three. So everyone played average of sixty five or more. So all the key players, all the yep. key components. So Charlie um, Coyle, so Charlie McAvoy. Your 2023 Stanley Cup winners. Josh has the Boston Bruins winning in seven over the Vegas Golden Knights. Michaela has the Boston Bruins winning in six over the Edmonton Oilers. And I have the Vegas Golden Knights holding on to that Stanley Cup for the West <laughs> over the New Jersey Devils in five. This is going to be a fun playoff series. It's going to be Best so playoffs great. in the world. The NHL playoffs. They, sh- they shit all over the NFL. Sorry, NFL playoffs suck. Because it's so most quick, of the, too. It, 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 it's like that, and most of the games have become non-competitive unless the referees get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, then NBA is fun because it's the same bracket thing, but mm-hmm. the NBA is so top-heavy that when you get those ones versus eights, Nothing really ever happens. Yeah, it's more blowouts than It's more like. blowouts than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball is fun, but unfortunately the sport is not fun. It's hard to watch and sit through a three-and-a-half, four-hour game. Hockey's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's a fast-paced game. Most of the games are over in two, two-and-a-half hours. There's constant action because the puck's always moving around. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know what? Fuck it. Let them fight. Let Biddington fight everybody. I want Bertuzzi to drop the mitts some yes. point during this playoffs. <laughs> Please, I just want to see fuck being, it. I want to see blood on the if, ice. If we're up three games in a series and we just know we're gonna win, fucking let Bertuzzi and Marshawn fight. Okay, they're on the uh, same Marshawn, team, but I don't care. We gotta have all right. Rat face so, fight. all right, so here's here's where you don't want to see that. Okay, okay. You gotta remember, Colorado, in my humble opinion, should have actually had more Stanley Cups at this point. Okay. Nazem Kadri cost us twice. Suspensions. Ooh. Doing something stupid on the ice when you are dealing with injury depth, mm-hmm. a suspension, and now you lose a guy. Nazem Kadri, who's great with the puck, 
get the puck in, score. He had that beautiful goal against the Lightning in the overtime game that basically turned the series around last year. But when he does something stupid and you're down people, and now you're down him because he's doing illegal hits, causing fights, stuff like Mm -hmm. that, you don't want to see that. As much as it would be fun to see Bertuzzi just lay somebody out, I'd rather see Jordan Binnington come over the glass because his team didn't make the playoffs and just stop fighting goalies. Because that's what Jordan Binnington does. He Mm -hmm. fucks people up. (laughs) Bad boy of hockey right there. Uh, But thanks you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to the uh, NHL playoffs. Boston Marathon recap. And a little bit of the NBA playoffs where we've given our predictions on who we believe is coming out of the conferences we'll go over more of who we think is going to win mm-hmm. on next week's episode mm-hmm. as we go over all that stuff and we recap what's happening in the playoffs so mm-hmm. far and we'll get more as far as award winners are concerned as mm-hmm. the week rolls around we'll make sure to post about that stuff on our social medias i think we've been a little bit more active mm-hmm. whether it's polls whether it's memes whatever it might be <laughs> we're just trying to throw shit up there and hopefully it sticks and we get a little bit more attention from you mm-hmm. guys yeah give us your feedback who mm-hmm. do you think's going to the finals who do you think's winning in either of these um Again, better playoffs. Stanley Cup, in my opinion. I was right. 100% agree. <laughs> but I think it was like 75 to 25. So. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. I have been Michaela. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out.